Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Open Task Podcast. I am Calvin Smith with my main man, Joe Carlos. Joe, what's up, brother? Nothing much, man. It's so good to be here with you. It is, as always, hello, hello, hello. Hey, man, I'm in a good mood, man. The, the Braves just took three out of four from the hated New York Mets. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's how you go uh, full game doing that. Hey, man. Jacob DeGrom, hold his L. Game, you gain games. You gain games. You gain some games. You gain some, This looks right. Yeah. 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 Got my got my uh, Allison Becker Liverpool keeper jersey, even though we haven't won a match this season yet. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> your, your, your utter disregard for English <laughs> Premier League soccer is, is Joe. <laughs> it's, it's so great. It's so great. <laughs> Man, what? so what I do? <laughs> what I do? Absolutely nothing. So I'm, 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 uh, you know, I'm getting in game shape for homecoming. Homecoming is upcoming. You like, oh. it? You like what I did? Homecoming is upcoming. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, um, you know, I, what does what, what does game shape mean for you? So I'm doing two a days at the park. I'm walking in the park. You know, what I'm saying, catching some Pokemon, but mostly walking. You know, getting okay. my get my steps in. Occasionally, I might run a little bit. You know what I mean? Wait. Uh, Cause I got some poopies to slap off at home. <laughs> I can't say who, cause then it'll be premeditated. But I've been advised by my lawyer that even if it's premeditated, that it's it's misdemeanor. So you know, and then I, I also put them in a bad position because they really, they, I mean, if they don't fight back, then you know. So koofies, don't wear your koofies at home. I'm, I'm slapping koofies off like Jim Jones. <laughs> <laughs> It's so so good to know. That's very good to know. Thank you. Thank you. Very good to know. Joe. Yes, sir. We, uh, we left people in suspense this week on the Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, the Upper Task Podcast on Instagram, uh, you really should. Uh, you know, we, we were telling people we were doing a, a movie. By now, if you have tuned in to the, to the, to the YouTube feed, you know what movie we're doing because it's right. straight over my shoulder. But uh, you know, we, I told him we were doing a Tarantino movie, and, and, and you know, my man Brett guest uh, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs is a great movie. You know, I have nothing against Reservoir Dogs. Uh, probably, you know, if, that, if the Open Task podcast makes it to like an eighth or ninth season, we may be like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I got called shady this week. Joe, somebody at work called me shady. They saw me out and they were like, yeah, you know, you hardly spoke at all. I, I'm, I'm just shy, guys. I'm shy. That's what it is. Like, don't let don't let the smooth taste from the open task podcast fool you. I'm with one of my best friends talking about, you know, like I'm a shy guy. So if I, you know, if I don't like just you know come and hug you or something like that in out in public, it's not blame blame the alcohol. Don't blame me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway, uh, but yeah, man, uh, I'm a little shaky sometimes. I, I, I like Reservoir Dogs. I, it's not a bad movie at all. Quentin Tarantino doesn't have a bad movie in my. In I've my only movie. seen it once. I saw it once. I was I was 18. And I, I saw it, I saw it one time and, you know, I was, I think I was getting ready to go off to school or go off to mm-hmm. college mm-hmm. and it was the thing to do to watch this movie. Yeah. Cause we yeah, were so all you, buddy. So we, we, we were, yeah. We were cinephiles uh, or so we thought. And so I only watched that thing one time and I've never gone back. I mean, I've seen scenes, uh-huh. so I don't, I, don't, I really don't know what it's about. I mean, I know what it's about, you know what I'm saying? But I don't, yeah. I have never, I, I've had countless opportunities to watch it. Again, and I never had any concern or interest to do so. I'm looking, I'm looking at my movie collection as we speak. I got it. I got the 15th anniversary edition, actually. But uh, well, there you go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I have, I, I'd be hard pressed to say the last time I saw it uh, as well. I, I, I've seen it multiple times. I, 
that, that full stop. But um, you know, not not even not in my, you know, it's not one that I, I know well enough to, to cover on this podcast for sure. So the other pretty good guess was uh Hateful Eight by Maurice. You know, and uh it was enough to to get something I never I, you know, I mean, well I wouldn't say never when it comes to you, Joe, but <laughs> something that, that I, I doubt it would ever happen. Joe says he's gonna watch it. So I am. I am. you know and I think if you watch it there's a very good chance that we will end up covering it because it, it's that yeah I'm, I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that so that we can. I'm gonna yeah. do that so that we can. Yeah. And we very likely will have a Chicago's on. Uh, I see you, Maurice. <laughs> Maurice. Yeah, we see you, brother. Shout <laughs> out to Reese. Reese shout, out shout, out to, shout out to Reese. I don't. I. I, I I'm. Uh. You know, in, with my homecoming training, I'm. I'm. I'm not exactly teetotally, but um. Ooh. You know. Good for you. Look at you. Look at you. Okay. Hey man, I got you know. Try to. You know, I, I understand. It's, I understand. Uh, you know, people in my class that you know. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, there, he there he is. There he is. There he is. There he is. National Smile Day. Today's National Smile Day. <laughs> yeah, it is. Shout out to National Smile Day. Shout out to National Smile Day. Absolutely. Uh, and so uh, tonight we are covering a film by the great Quentin Tarantino, one of our, our greatest filmmakers, one of the greatest American filmmakers. Absolutely. Uh, he. Uh, this 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 film. Um, we'll get into it. Uh, I have a lot to say about my feelings regarding this film that was created in uh, or it was released in 2012. Um, it was. Let me see. Let me count real quick. I think it was the. He usually puts it on the poster, like the eighth film mm-hmm. of Quentin Tarantino's career. Quentin Jerome. Yeah. Quentin Jerome. Something like that. Um, and one of the clues of our Instagram feed was that this this starred multiple Oscar winners, several Oscar winners, but initially mm-hmm. didn't start out that way. Um, the people that were cast had not won Oscars, but um, as as it were, um, the, the it ended up with Jamie Foxx, Oscar winner, Christoph Waltz, Oscar winner, Leonardo DiCaprio, Oscar winner, um, you know, Don Johnson, not Oscar winner, but he's in it. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about Django Unchained. 2012, Joe, leading into this film, what were your thoughts on it? Did you see it in the movie theater? What, what was what was your what was your journey into Django and Chain? Wow, uh, the hype was huge, man. And I was back then. We were still downloading full soundtracks, downloading full albums. Mm-hmm. I had um, there was a song, Rick Ross and Jay, a hundred. Um, a hundred body bags or a hundred guns or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And, and I uh, loved that. It was playing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the, the, the hype for this film was exceptionally high. I remember seeing there was talk about it in GQ back when I still read, you know, still read that magazine religiously uh, talking about the style in, in mm-hmm. GQ and mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy Fox's style specifically. It, it was, was there. Um, uh, you know, and of course, Kerry Washington was uh, at the height of at the scandal, height. Scan- yeah, at the height of scandal at that at yes. that moment, and um, I think that's like season one of Scandal too. But she was, she was, it was, it was so interesting that she had this vehicle in this moment. I mean, we'd known Kerry for for some time, but mm-hmm. she had this vehicle in this moment, 
and as well. And so there was just, there were a lot of forces at play. It's a Tarantino movie. It's a Tarantino movie starring a black man. Um, and that, you know, an Oscar winning black man, that in and of itself was huge. Uh, it's a Western, you know, all these, mm -hmm. all these things that, that we're going to make hopefully for an entertaining film. Mm -hmm. And I saw it in, uh, in Miami on uh, Christmas day, uh, uh, 2012. Of course. Uh, with my uh, then girlfriend, now wife, mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. we went to see it. And and to be shout honest, out shout out to Kiva. <laughs> and and to be honest, when we left, I was feeling a bit. I don't know how I felt when I left. Mm -hmm. um, I I I do know that I I was entertained. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was a commentary on, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and. But I was entertained mm -hmm. and I did enjoy myself. I just, I thought it missed the mark somewhat when I saw it in the theater. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, on Christmas Day 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So, how about um, you? I saw it in the theater. I don't know if I saw it. I can't remember if I saw it opening night or not because the theater was packed. Uh, but with it being Christmas Day, I doubt that I saw it uh, on Christmas Day. So I probably saw it like at the first of the year. Saw it with my uh, then girlfriend, uh, future wife, uh, future ex-wife, mm -hmm. Young Joy. Shout out to Young mm -hmm. Joy. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and much the same. I mean, okay, so this came out in a, in a, in a like kind of, you know how movies do. You know how like productions of movies go. Uh, this 12 Years a Slave, you know what I mean? It was, it was in the slave boom, as it were. And, yeah, but this, uh, this, this preceded 12 Years a Slave. This, this did precede 12 Years a Slave, and I'm glad that it did, because yeah. after 12 Years a Slave, I was all slaved out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I, I came out feeling, you know, I was, the violence was overwhelming for me. There was a lot of violence. A lot of violence. Oh. And, and, and Tarantino is known for violence, I, you know mm -hmm. I mean? Over the top. A lot of violence, but uh, you know, particularly the, uh, the 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 slave fights, uh, you know, Eskimo Joe and you know, uh, yeah, the Mandingo Mandingo yeah. fights. It's a lot. It was a lot, lot, lot. But I enjoyed it uh, as you know, at, for what it was. I enjoyed the uh, the the di I mean, you know, I go, I come to a Tarantino film for dialogue at this point, like. I'm I'm all about the dialogue. I'm all about the conversations. I'm all about the uh, the 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 back and forth between the characters, and I'm and then I'm all about like the uh, the actors, the character actors that he casts, the stunt casting that he might do, um, any of that stuff. So I was looking for all of that, uh, and and came away very 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 satisfied uh, from that standpoint, um, and, and and overall enjoyed it. And you know, have have since had kind of a love hate relationship with the film, uh, but thankfully, Joe, to your recommendation, I'm, I'm back in a, in, a, in love with the film. Uh, I've watched it now. I, I watched it immediately. We made the decision to to do this film. I've probably watched it five times since. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In full. In full. Uh, it's 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 a great. It's a very well made film. I, but you know, we'll, we'll talk more about. Um, some of the things about this film. Um, but yeah, so I saw it under those circumstances. Uh, I immediately bought it on Blu-ray when the Blu-ray came out. 
uh, as was the custom for me when uh, any Tarantino film was released on Blu-ray. Because, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I, I make no bones about him being probably, if not my favorite director, then, then you know, uh, tied with uh, Wes Anderson and, uh, and David Fincher. It's a three-way tie. But great, great director, great film. Uh, so in that vein, Joe, uh, what little things about this film stand out to you? Well, I, I don't want to say this. Um, so I felt some kind of way when I first saw it. I, I, I felt it missed the mark in this most recent viewing. It was, it was, um, I, I didn't find it streaming anywhere but Amazon. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was $3.99 to rent and $4.99 to buy it. So I bought it. Uh-huh. Right? So, because it was like, well, it's a dollar difference and it's entertaining enough. I'll, I'll come back and watch it again. Sure. So, so long story short, uh, I really did enjoy it. Uh-huh. Uh, I started it last night and I finished it today. Uh-huh. Um, I, I really did enjoy it. So um, having said that, uh, the little things to me, I mean, well, there was a lot of blood. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there was just blood everywhere. I, I, I don't there know. There will be blood. <laughs> there will be. Yeah. There will be blood. That was definitely any Tarantino film. <laughs> that's true. That's true. There was definitely blood in this. Uh-huh. That's that's a little thing. I mean, the splashes of blood. Yeah, it's a little yeah. thing to me that just shows the the brutality and the horror of the time. Mm-hmm. Another little thing to me was if you look at the uh, the scenes on the on the plantation, mm-hmm. it was just really interesting to me how well they the CGI was like there was nothing going on. So when they went to um, to Big Daddy, mm-hmm. and and he's there at he's there at Big Daddy's on the porch, and and he looks back out to Django and Doctor Schultz. Mm-hmm. There's nothing behind them. Like there's just there's a road, and there's just nothingness. Yeah, you know, like just forever, just 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 the horizon. Yeah, and to think and to think that every single day you wake up, you're you're an indentured servant. Yeah, to yeah. these these people in 1858, by the way. Yeah. An indentured surgeon, a servant, five years before the start. I mean, years before the start of the Civil War, right? So, yeah. so, um, it just seems so helpless. You know, I think the yeah. stillness, of, the stillness of all that, and the quietness of all that, of that life that had been cultivated over and over and over again, mm-hmm. um, for years, to me, just it was a little thing, but it was it was a big thing, I guess, in a sense, and yeah. And um, also just the way that things looked on the plantations on Candyland when they came in and just to see the difference in class or, or in rank of how people lived, even, in, you know, even in Candyland. So even the, the white people that were working for, uh, you know, Mr. Candy, mm-hmm. they were slack jawed and barely could speak English well and all that kind of stuff or, or speaking some backwoods, uh, I don't know what, Mississippi Patois. They were speaking. I don't know what that was, but but uh, it was really interesting how those little there was just little differences in the, in the way that they lived. Uh, yeah. I, I think uh, uh, another thing for me, though, obviously, is the way that slavery was depicted mm-hmm. um, and, and the brutality of slavery, uh, as well as for some odd reason the fascination with black male genitalia oh, yeah. uh and black the black male body yes the fascination with that yeah and and 
the hatred of it and still the reverence to it and the respect for it, but, but the total disrespect for it as well. Right. Um, I thought that was, that was definitely part of this film that it really stood out for me subtly. And then, and then right on the nose. Um, and if there's one more <laughs> little thing, one more little thing, it's just the customs. Yes. And, you know, I thought, I thought John, Don Johnson is big daddy, the customs, that little piece of, you know, he adds that little humor. It seemed like Don Johnson was born to play this, this, you know, plantation owner. Yes. I mean, he, he really was. Yes. And, and, um, and just the way he said, no, I didn't say that. And when he said, no. <laughs> she said, treat him like white folks, big daddy. No. No. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> so, and then he had so, to think of a proper analogy. Yeah, probably not. So it seemed like it was some slow-witted, some, some, you know, some, some mentally challenged person. Uh-huh. It seemed like he was, con- he, he, the way he related it with some mentally challenged person. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you, you would treat him? How would you treat him? Yeah. That's yeah. how I want, that's how I want you to treat that's him. That's how I want. Yeah, that, yeah, that's how I want yeah. you to treat him. She's yeah. like, oh, okay, okay, big dad. And she got but, it. And, yeah, she did. She did get it. Yeah. So those, those are, those are some of the little things for me. Well, how about you? Yeah. I, for me, I mean, I kind of alluded to it, man. The stunt casting uh, that Tarantino does generally, like, so Don Johnson, of course. Uh, James Remar in, in, in a dual role. He's James both Remar. Mr. Pooch as well as A-Spec. You know what I mean? He's, he's, yeah. he's got two roles. Uh, our, our main man, James Remar, from, again, this is the second time in two weeks we mentioned the Cotton Club podcast. Hey, check out that Cotton Club. James Remar. James Remar's got, like, nine lives, though. Yeah, man, he does. He does. My main, he man, does. my main is man, James Remar. Yo, man, I met man. Him. you had a personal I'm conversation Jim. with. Yeah, he said, I'm Jim. I'm, I was like, where do we begin? Where right. do we begin? Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. My man, Tom Wolpat from uh from the Duke oh, yeah. of Hazard. You know yeah, Luke I mean? Duke. He's Luke Duke. Uh, 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 Bruce Dern. Uh, before he's yeah. in Hateful Eight, he, he's because yeah. he has a great turn in Hateful Eight, Joe. You're, you're going to love it. Uh, but Bruce Dern, Bruce Dern had me at um, Tom Buchanan in the uh, in the in the Coppola's Great Gatsby. Uh, this is a hate a horrible person. Yeah, uh, it, it, it just, he's that. good at that. Yeah. <laughs> His daughter's a wonderful person, so he must not be a, a, a yeah yeah he's an actor he's, he's, he's an, an actor. actor yeah exactly exactly yeah uh, the great MC Ganey my man MC Ganey from from Sideways another another one that we've done uh, MC Ganey as one of the uh, the Brittle Brothers. Thing with Big John Riddle, uh, we have uh, Jonah Hill starring briefly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just just on and on and on. Uh, the great Zoe Bell, the uh, the stunt actress that was in uh, Death Proof, and uh, Quentin finds a way to, to get her into all of his films. Uh, Michael Bowen, another Quentin Tarantino. You know James and Michael Parks, Tom Savini, all these people that are always in Quentin's movies. He finds a way to get them in. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm looking for him uh, when I see his movies. So there's that part. I like, you know, to speak to the slavery aspect of it, again, like just the little subtle things that the, 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 the Black folks in this movie do around white people, looking down, looking away, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, the, the slack jaw look of all the locals whenever uh, 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 Jamie Foxx would pop up. Uh, yeah. I- I- anywhere <laughs> when he was not supposed to pop up, you know what I mean? Uh, just, I think, you know, it was very appropriate for that time. I think that uh, people very much would have reacted in the same way. Yeah. Um, so there was that part of it. And then, um, you know, just the, 
the other subtleties about like uh, how, um, you know, how things vary from different areas, how people were treated in different areas, how Mississippi was probably the cruelest area of the South, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, how, you know, Texas is probably a little bit different from, from Mississippi. It was probably a little different from South Carolina, but, you know, all keeping the same. And then, you know, just a massive amount of, of cursing and, and uh, the, the, uh, the use of the N-word. So the N-word is used 110 times, Jeff. Uh, your, your local newspaper, the Dallas Morning News, actually counted. collected. Yeah, they counted. All, all of, in all of Tarantino's movies, they counted, like, certain curse words. Uh and uh, for, for, for this movie, uh, again, the N-word was used 110 times. Uh, as much as they put focus on the genitalia, they, he didn't use many crudities for the terms for genitalia in this film, unlike in other No, movies. actually, he just said we're going to snip or... Yeah. But, or what, and actually, at the end, when he, he was about to say it, yeah. uh, Django's about to say it. He doesn't even say the word. He just goes and shoots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah. didn't even say it, you know. Yeah. I, I, from what I read, that was purposeful. So... Uh, yeah, but yeah, man, um, th- those are the things for me, uh, the little things for me about this. Actually, film. you know, that the other character actor, and you might have said his name, but the guy, he was the early slaver. It was him and James Remar, one of the, um, oh, uh, the Speck brothers. Uh, who was the other Speck brother? Oh. The other, well, he was the, he was the friend in Beverly Hills Cop. He's, he, he's the whole, he started the whole thing off. He's the friend who got killed in Beverly James Hills. James Russo, Dickie Speck. Yeah. 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 And he was also in um he was in traffic. Not traffic. Uh what's the other one? Not traffic. What's the other oh life in LA film? Every five years I gotta come up with a life in LA film. What's the one that won it won best picture? Um uh it won best picture. Uh I can't remember what it's called. Uh, but everybody was in it was like like thirty people in the movie. Uh, thirty people in that movie. But uh uh uh, Terrence Howard's in it, and, and he's married to Tandy Newton. Oh, oh, that horrible movie that crashed. That, that, crash. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. that crash. They gave he, to it instead of Brokeback because Brokeback was, was yeah. too. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Academy wasn't quite ready, but but um, so they gave the crash. So, uh, but but nonetheless, nonetheless, he was in that as well. He was he was gonna he was he was the officer that uh, Ryan Phillippe told like I this is my friend. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I will defuse this. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, you know, all those things that you mentioned, I thought were, are spot on as well. Indeed, 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 man. So, uh, who was the unsung hero of the film for you? I mean, unsung? (laughs) Yeah, unsung, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that there's an unsung hero. Okay, um, fair enough. Oh, uh, well, you know what? Unsung, the unsung hero of the film is, is um, proper gunplay. Okay, okay, talk about it. Because he hadn't fired a gun before. Uh huh. And then while being a bounty hunter, became exceptionally skilled okay. in, that, in that regard. Okay. And was truly free yeah. uh, to do whatever he wanted to do. And you knew it too in the scene where they, they come in from, they've been, they've been killing guys and catching guys up and right. Right. And it's that snowy scene where they come in they go, Hey, I had a birthday yesterday. Got some cake. Pretty good. Come on in and have some. And they both walk through the front door and they both, you know, and they're there 
Um, so that there was like a freedom there um, that they, you know, come on in. Um, granted, not every human being in the world was a horrible person sure. then. Sure. But, but you know, a lot of them were. A lot of them were, yes. <laughs> but not every single human being was a horrible person. But but uh, it was interesting to see how free he was. But he was an amazingly fast gun, uh, fast shooter, and yeah. it it came in obviously came in handy later on. Uh, it was it was a big part of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, once he started shooting, it was a really really big part of the film, and uh, it was something he could come to rely on to get him out of anything. Yeah, that that in his wit. But yeah. but uh, the gun the gunplay became to me his most important, you know, his most important skill set. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Reese will be very happy about you talking about this, you know. Oh, I mean? I'm sure. I'm sure. This is, this, yeah. this is one of his things, but uh, it, it, it you can't, you can't watch this. You can't watch this and not and not yeah. mention the gun. Play. I mean, this absolutely. gun play is, is it's constant. It's in the first yeah. five minutes. They, absolutely. From the first five minutes of the film. Well, the, the accuracy of like the, you know, the bullet counts and everything like that. Uh, I mean, to the point of I'm, I'm, I'm stepping on one of my my favorite lines in the movie, but uh, when, when Steven's like, I, call. Uh, I count six, I count six shots, six shots, nigga. <laughs> He's like, I count two guns. <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, and, and, and uh, like, I mean, he runs out of bullets, picks up other bullets. By the way, Joe, I don't know. <laughs> I'm digressing just a little bit. There's this meme out. Uh, I posted it on my Facebook feed. Uh, <laughs> this, this woman, it posted I don't know what the fascination is of posting your guns on the internet is, but people like to do it. So this woman has a, a, a picture of, of, of her gun in the mirror. It's talking about run up. And the gun looks like one of the guns used in this film. Like it's, it's, it's rusty. <laughs> it's old. Uh, <laughs> and so, but yeah, man, the gunplay in this film is, is, is on point. Um, and, and to your point, he's very, very adept and very skilled. Um, mm-hmm. And it saves his life. Um, it, you know, I mean, even the blowback from the guns uh, is 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 pretty realistic. I mean, I don't know how realistic it was when he killed Laura Lee uh, and she flew into the next room. But the other, I mean, but but I appreciate it. it <laughs> no, was, I, pre- I, it was like, I very much appreciated that. <laughs> it was like that and like Carrie. You know, like yeah. you know, like Carrie sent her mom flying uh, with all, yes. the, all, with all oh, the of course, of course. Yeah, you know, it, it seemed it, it it was like an homage to yeah. the, the absurdity. It was so absurd. The movements were so absurd. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. this is just a regular gun, right? You don't have, yeah. this isn't five bullets coming at me at once. Uh, but it, I mean, it, it was brilliant. It was absolutely yeah. brilliant to me. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, so for me, I, I, my, my unsung hero, uh, well, I got two. So Miss Carrie Washington mm-hmm. uh, as Broomhilda, um, Hilde Von Schacht. Yeah. Um, what a complicated character she was in the first place. A, a black female slave raised by German slaveholders who learned to speak German, speaks German fluently, uh, meets the love of her life, uh, becomes a troublemaker with him, as it were, um, you know, is, is defiant, is strong-willed, is tortured, is gone through, you know, I mean, so much, you know, I mean, you know, much is made in today's society, even of, uh, of the, the things that black women go through. But my gosh, in that day and age, like I me, mean, you know, I thought she was, uh, I thought she was subtle when she needed to be subtle. I thought the performance that she put in this film, uh, I, I earned uh, quite a bit of respect for her and her craft 
not to say that again, I, I didn't have a lot of respect for her because I enjoyed her in, uh, in, in a variety of movies. So she hate me. Um, what was that other, uh, uh, the one with Chris Rock? Uh, I think I, I love think, my wife. I think I love my wife. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, I don't love her quite as much as my homeboy Wendell loves her. And Wendell, Wendell was, was very, the very first on the carry uh, Washington train as far as I'm aware. So shout out to my, my main man, Wendell, but, uh, you know, Wendell S. Patton. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I'm uh, as, as big, you know, on her train as, as he was, but I certainly enjoyed her quite a bit in this, in this film. Uh, the, the damsel in distress is a word, but she was, I mean, she was hardly a damsel. Uh, she was, you know, she, she did her thing. Uh, and, you know, her glee at the end, her, her sheer and utter glee, so enjoyable to see. You know, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, she nailed this role. And then uh, my man, Walton Goggins as Billy Crash, very briefly. He's not in it very, very long, but uh, I think it's a good setup for, for the next Tarantino film in which he has a much larger role. Uh, I like Goggins, man. I, I yeah. like him. He, he's, um, he's just great in everything he's in. I mean, from, from I, I guess I didn't even recognize him at the time <laughs> later, but in Vice Principals, yeah, uh, I, the Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, uh, you know, like whatever he's in, he just brings something to it. I don't, I don't even know the words. He just brings something to it, man. He's, he's pretty. He, he's, a, he's a great actor. He's a me. southern gentleman, man. I mean, you know, and it's crazy because, like, you know, uh, Alabama native, uh, raised in Georgia, Lithia Springs High School. You know what I mean? Like, he's, 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 he's Georgia boy through and through. Um, and, and he plays these roles, man. He's just—he's so good, man. Uh, Billy Crash, you know, really not in it for long again. So I don't know how how you know how much I can I can classify him as an unsung hero per se. Per se but you know, definitely, uh, definitely when he's in it, he steals the scenes. Uh, you know, and and like I said, you know, I I, I kind of see this as campaign to. Hateful late in a bit, uh, in, in a large number of ways. So uh, he, he, you know, again, he builds on it later on in that role. But uh, I, I really enjoyed him, uh, and 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 just in general. I mean, you know, uh, this is one film actually. You know, I'm a, a big fan of the the, the villains. That's, mm. that's on record. Uh, I hate the villains in this film. I I, I hate Calvin Candy. I hate uh, 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 Stephen. Like. There's no redeeming qualities, nothing enjoyable about either one of them except for the meme over my shoulder. <laughs> I mean, I, I, okay, okay, I, I can dig it. I, I thought DiCaprio, I, uh, how can I put this? I love Leo. Yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're the same age. Yeah. I lo- I lo- so I have, I have nothing but love for Leonardo. Yeah. Um, and respect. Yeah. Um, I think he overacted <laughs> in some scenes. Yeah. When he ever he's screaming and he's he gets to Candyland. I know he's happy to be home mm-hmm. and all that. And he mm-hmm. sees his sister. I, I, you know, it I don't know if that really was his sister for his why I I I couldn't quite figure that out. So much so much Game of Thrones vibes going on there, man. Yeah. So much incest. <laughs> but I think he was also trying to, you know, hype her up. Yeah, sure. Too. Um, because she was a widow, and I think he's like, "Oh, let me introduce you to, uh, you know, uh, to Doctor Schultz, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, here's a man is showing up. Yeah, let me yeah. let me let me introduce you. Hey, 
get you married off. Let's, let's yeah. go. Um, and so I, I don't know. I, I um, we're finally back. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So, so, shout um, out to Dale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out to Dell, Lord. Uh, uh, great. It, it was well oh, worth that HP. picture's well worth it, Joe. This is an HP, but um, oh, HP, yeah, those those guys too. Uh, Acer, but yeah, I oh Lord, it's like the, it's like the Apex DVD player. Um, I thought he, I thought he just over. I mean, I thought he was good in some scenes, and then others, he just yelled his way out of it. Yeah. But the scene, the scene over your shoulder. Yeah. That that right there? Yeah. 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 He, so he the thing about Leo, he's such an institution. <laughs> he has meme he, no matter what he does, he's got memeable stuff now. Oh yeah. Like he, yeah. Wolf of Wall memeable. Street. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Great Gatsby with you know when they're doing the history music and he turns around. Yeah. yeah. And and all the fireworks are going off. Yeah. People, I, you know, people who don't understand who didn't read the damn book don't understand it. Don't understand like that's the <laughs> moment that, that he's revealed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not just yeah. like and, and he's and of course, he's got the you know the the uh, the, the glass in his hand. But this yeah. scene right here, this is about nigga love, right? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, kind of a taste of nigga love. <laughs> you get a hold of you. You get a hold of you. You get a hold of uh, you. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. good. Yes, so I mean, and, and and you know, the look on his face. So the people that have actually seen the film, I mean, and they understand that scene. Yeah. Anytime he makes that face, you got to fall out laughing. Yeah, because yeah. anytime you see that face, you got to follow because that that part of the film was so funny to it's me. So good, and um, but I, so I understand what you mean. He's a despicable person who is not educated, um, not intelligent, really. Uh, well, not as intelligent as he'd like to come off as. Right, right. Uh, you know, but definitely, but, but, but don't speak French to him. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> right. You're insulted. All right, exactly. Um, and then Stephen. I mean, what can we say about our brother? We we know so many Stevens. We do. Yeah, I, I'm slapping cookies off some Stevens. What can we say about our brother? Um, about Samuel L. I was told you got to rise up with the slap. <laughs> yes. What can we say about him? I I um. I, look. What I went to see, sorry, I'm sorry for that messing my words up here. I went to see A Color Purple on Broadway. Okay. And when, thank you. And when the scene was, you know, it was over and we're clapping for the for the cast mm -hmm. and Miss, and the guy who plays Mr. steps out and people are not clapping and they're booing. That's how you know. That's how you know. That's how you know you, you did a great job. Exactly. Right? Exactly. In a despicable, in a despicable <laughs> role. And, exactly. And Samuel L. Jackson is probably played in his brilliance, mm -hmm. plays the worst caricature of, you know, a house Negro mm -hmm. um, and a self-loathing black man in the history of cinema. Mm -hmm. I feel uh, as Steven. Yeah. So you could say that on its face and it is what it is. Or you could and or you could also look at the brilliance mm -hmm. in my mind. And not just because he went to more college like you and me, but the other brilliance in, in the performance and the layers of the performance. And, and just like just like Schultz and and this is what I was thinking, just like Schultz and Django were playing a role at Candyland. Yeah. So was he, so was Steven. Yeah, Steven definitely was. Steven was Steven he's was running, he's, he's, he, raised, he raised he raised Calvin. Yeah. 
He's he's directing him, you know, essentially in most of his things. He has control. He has control of the of the plantation. He tells absolute those, control. He, tells he the runs guys, that plantation. He runs the plantation. Yes. So, um, yeah. it's not it's not unlike if you ever watch Downton Abbey. I mean, the the the, the butler runs the house. I've seen it. I've seen I've seen something you reference. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, yeah, you're right. You're right. He you're he, right. he runs the house. So you're it's right. not. It's very interesting. Uh, but they're all white, at least. You know, their their yeah. difference is a class thing. This yeah. this is a black this is a black man probably born on that uh, plantation. Yeah. And and yet, you know, he's running the show, and so and, and Joe, the toughest thing about that is he has to make him believe that he's running it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's Tony and Junior. That's that's Tony and Junior right there. You know, wow, and, and that that's that's the br- that's the brilliance to me that's of, the brilliance, yes. Steven, of Steven. Yeah, but moreover, but moreover of Sam's portrayal yeah, of Steven. Sam of course, of course he's a hated figure. I mean, yeah. and look, I love look the interplay between so I'm with you. There are no cool fun villains. I think the most fun one was like Don Johnson, but he wasn't yeah, really yeah, a villain. Yeah, yeah. Big Daddy. He wasn't really a villain. Yeah, Big Daddy wasn't really a villain. In that, in that, I, I don't. I mean, other than oh, white folks in this movie are villains. No, I mean, other than he was a plantation, <laughs> yeah, no, but he had no, not, no. he had not done anything to yeah. them, uh, or or deprive them of anything. Sure, sure, sure. You know, sure. but they, but they, yet they still killed him. Yeah, yeah he they came did. after them. They, yeah, they, they actually Django killed him specifically. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. Django. I yeah, want to, so. I want to talk real quick since you brought it up about DiCaprio's acting, um, in, in this film. So the scene, the phrenology scene, right? When he's he's talking about uh, oh, old Joe, that, right? That overly active, yes. Okay, but to his credit, when he smashes his hand on that glass, you know that was real, right? Yeah, I know. And like, like when he's picking, he and go. I watched it this time, like in detail, he's picking the actual glass out of his hand, uh, and and apparently got a standing ovation after the cut uh, when when Tarantino cut from that that scene. Uh, from his fellow actors, just for continuing to like to go as go. if nothing had happened, uh, and and thankfully, you know, the blood that he smeared on Carrie Washington's face was not uh, his blood; <laughs> that was from another tape. But I mean, just the fact that you know, I me, mean, you know, method acting is one thing, man. To have the cojones to to do that uh, and to go through with that scene, and 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 I mean, it's just amazing to me. So uh, you know, I mean. Overacting, yeah, you know, in, in, in the Al Pacino sense, you know. I'm just saying the yelling is just like, yeah, it's a lot. On, it's man. Al Pacino. It's Al Pacino. It's, it's you know, she's yeah. got a great ass. It's that, you know what I mean? But she did. And your head's all the way up it. Your head's all the way up it. <laughs> That's Ashley Judd. But I'm, but, but, you know, back to this. <laughs> it is Ashley Judd. <laughs> I, I, you know, <laughs> Phi Beta Kappa graduate of the University of Kentucky. Yes. Um, but but I was gonna say though as well. I, while I do think there were parts that are overacted, I, I'm not I'm not I'm, I will stand by that forever. Uh-huh. I do think overall, I thought it was an enjoyable, you know, good performance. Yeah. Uh, yes. But to your point, there's no likable, lovable villains in it. No. They they everybody came. They knew the assignment, and they decided they were going to be as dastardly and the biggest scoundrels they possibly could be. Yeah. And, sure. and they they pulled that off uh, with effortless aplomb. Let me ask you this, Joe. What's your what's your favorite scene in the film? I mean, it's too easy. The, the, the retribution scene yeah. is is it, it, it rockets to the top. So there's no so the really the question is what my second favorite scene. I think my second favorite scene is when he's 
um, when he's out, uh, when he's caught and he was going to go off with the Australians, mm-hmm. and and the way he the way he took everything that Schultz taught him, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, and, and from the from the the proper to the uh-huh. parquet to the proper to the gunplay, um, he 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 learned how to do all this. Yeah, and it, and it, you could see his entire skill set. Yeah, and in that moment, you realize he's gonna be fine. He's gonna yeah. be able to get out of whatever. He's gonna be fine. Yeah. Um, it's like a, I mean, it's like a, a final exam. Yes, but they <laughs> gave that man. They gave that man a horse. Yeah. Some diamonds. A gun. <laughs> and they were giving him a little money too. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Yeah. So, so to me, that's really. I mean, other than of course. When he comes back and he kills everybody, I mean that's amazing. It's just yeah. that's just amazing. Yeah. But but um, to me, that's my other favorite. That's my other favorite scene. Yeah. I think that my favorite moment is is him and the original Django uh, at the bar. Ah. It's um, with a Django with a D. I know. Yeah, Django. I know. Right. The <laughs> two of them at the bar. The D is silent. The D is silent. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. I know. Um, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I love that yeah. as well. I forgot to mention that in the stunt casting. Yeah, of course. Frank O'Neary, the original Django. Right. Exactly. 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 How could I forget that? Yeah. Um, all right. So my favorite scene uh, is definitely not a scene I like to rewatch a bit, but I think to speak to the cruelty of who Calvin Candy was, in case you were enamored with his charm, uh, was when they they killed D'Artagnan. Uh, uh, yeah. via the hounds uh a la um my man uh what's uh what's my guy in game of thrones that i hated so much um did you watch oh yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i know you're talking about i can't think of his name right uh, uh yeah, he wasn't ramsey bolton like yeah. a la ramsey bolton yeah yeah, man. yeah so i mean in case you were wondering whether i mean obviously like if, if, if blood sport if if uh slaves fighting this blood sport wasn't enough you know what i mean the fact that he had these hounds tear this dude apart uh, really, you know, let you know exactly who he was. Uh, let you know he wasn't playing when he threatened Kerry Washington with that hammer at the end. Um, that 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 scene, uh, you know, again, not very watchable, but uh, but still pretty good. And uh, the scene uh, on on Big Daddy's plantation when he's walking with uh with with uh, the young slave girl, I can't remember what her name was uh, at the at the moment, uh, but uh, Bettina, I think, was her name. Yeah, Bettina. Bettina. <laughs> and uh, and she asked him, you know, he has that outfit on. She's like, So you are you really free? He's like, Yeah, and you really want to wear that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and he identifies the specs or uh the uh the, the brittle brothers rather with the uh with the, the telescope and you know just that whole that whole thing, you know, I like the way you die. <laughs> like that whole that whole scene was, was fantastic as well. And then uh lastly. The, uh, the the humorous scene of the uh, the white supremacists on the on the horses and yeah. wearing the bags yeah. and you know my wife you know made all these bags for you ungrateful now we appreciate Jenny's work and we appreciate <laughs> work. Yeah. yeah yeah I I love that scene that yeah. that that scene was just a bit, little slice of humor there yeah um, yeah in, in the in the middle in the middle of all that I I um. I was gonna. Oh gosh, I had another scene in my head, and I, it, it just it it floated away. But but um, I I thought that that um, the gosh, it floated away twice. I, I eventually it'll, it'll come back eventually. 
But it's interesting, uh, Walt off of the, I mean, Walt was on a roll, right? In Glorious yeah. Bastards. Yeah. You know, it, it, you know, he, he does in Glorious Bastards. Then, then I think, uh, that was 09. Then he does. I did these back to back. He won, didn't he win the Oscar back to back? Yeah. For or no. Both, yes, he did for both of these. Yeah. But, but I thought, I thought, I honestly believe that, that Jamie was robbed of a nomination for this movie. This is what I contend. I don't know sure. if we're there yet in the show. No, we're, we're, there. Are, we're there. But but I thought that the arc, his arc as a character, yeah, and the physical demands of what he did, the, the yeah. wonderful acting, yeah. the the power to contain himself uh, at every moment. Oh, I remember the line I was going to talk about. Every moment that he wanted to jump, and, and but he but he but he he showed you know great resolve. Uh, I thought that was that was Oscar worthy in yeah. and of itself, and sure. over and over again. And as I watched it, I thought to myself, "How is he? What in the shot? How is he not nominated for this?" Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think that they just—I mean, I of course, even Christoph Waltz could breathe on the on on the, on film, and they were at that point he was going to get a nomination. Well, if Tarantino wrote it, that too. Yeah, most, most, <laughs> most important. I mean, yeah. and I'm not and I'm not saying I'm not saying he was most. Those weren't correct. Those were absolutely correct. I mean, yeah. I, first of all, and then Glorious Bastards. I mean, I, 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 that that was that is a villain to love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or to, 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 to yeah, to, not love. Love is the wrong word. That is definitely an enjoyable villain to watch. So, uh, like like Darth Vader. Yes. Um, yes. Or Joffrey Baratheon. Reprehensible, but yeah, 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 but but definitely definitely enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Yeah, and especially has come up until the end. But but uh, the line I was going to say that I thought was amazing in the scene you were just talking about was when he says, you know, he's a little green around the gills for, you know, to be part of nigger fighting. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. He said, yeah. no, he's, he's just not used to America. He, he is used to American. Yeah. And I was like, gosh. Yeah. yeah. And, and the way that he said it also, the delivery of that line. And look him right in the yeah. Notice nobody else would look him in his eyes other than like Steven, right? Yeah, yeah. But he he always looked Leo in his eyes. And that's the other thing. Like these these let me tell you something. These boys are going at it. It's like oh, it's yeah. like a you got a great defensive end and a great left tackle. Yeah. A great right tackle. Just and, going and in there all game. Aaron Donald and, uh, and, and, and and uh and who's your boy with the the, the Cowboys? Aaron uh, Smith and Tyson. Yeah. yeah. All game long. Yeah, yeah. Battling. All ga- battling all yeah. game long. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. that that was the two of them going at it, and then and then so Jay, Jamie's battling him. Then mm-hmm. Jamie's got to battle Sam Jackson, and Sam's using every trick in the book, and oh, yeah. he gets the opportunity because of his character. There's no boundaries. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So Joe, are you ready to be mad? Go ahead. This is the best actor category. Oh boy, Daniel Day Lewis won from Lincoln. I can't. Danny Day Lewis is. I was fine with that. I saw yeah. that. I, I, okay. I was fine with that. Okay. The other nominees. Good guy was a boring, but go go ahead, please. Bradley Cooper, Silver Linus Playbook. I enjoyed that. I, did you I, see I it? have no. I have no. Of course, I have no okay. problem with that. Okay. Hugh Jackman and Les Miserables. No. Yeah, I agree. This guy, I don't. I don't get the love affair. Joaquin Phoenix is in the master. No. First of all, I saw that, I saw that crazy horrible movie. movie. No. Horrible. No. 
Uh, you know that you know why he was there because it was my son Thomas. They're, they're, they're all in the academy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then lastly, our man Denzel uh, in flight, which you know I, I have no problem with at all. I got no problem with that. Yeah, but I mean, uh, either but, either you, you take Joaquin out or you take Hugh Jackman out or you yeah. add Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Jamie needs to be there. Jamie needs to be there for sure. Now, best supporting, we know that, that Christoph Waltz won. Yeah. Um, and again, we, we're not we're not disputing that. Uh, nope. Alan Arkin and Argo. Argo. I can understand I, it. Oh, this was the Argo year. Lord. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So Robert De Niro and Silver Linus Playbook. Yeah, another, you know, I mean. I, no, I had no problem. I had no problem with it. Philip Seymour Hoffman and the Master. I'm a big Philip Seymour Hoffman person. Is that his last no. movie? Uh, no, I think he did uh, at least one more after that. Uh, he died in 2014. Okay, well, it was two years off. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he did. He did at least a couple more. Uh, okay, and then uh, and Tommy Lee Jones and uh, and Lincoln was the other. So he was good in Lincoln. I was thinking about that the other day. I don't know why. I, I was thinking about Tommy Lee Jones and Lincoln. Well, Tommy Lee I couldn't. Re- I couldn't remember what movie it was in that he was. Married to Esapatha Murkison, and it was Lincoln. Thank you. I could I could not remember for the life of me what film it was. It's Thaddeus Stevens. Yes. Okay. Uh, but so uh, to, to to answer your question about Philip Seymour Hoffman, he was filming part two of uh, one of those uh, horrible uh, Hunger Games movies. Uh, oh right, yeah, right, 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 right. He had done the first one. Right. But. Yeah, I mean, you know, so and then and just to, just for shits and giggles, let's talk about best supporting actress because I think Carrie had done enough. Think so, huh? For that, okay. Potentially, potentially, just just putting okay. it out there. So you got Anne Hathaway from Les Miserables. She won. Uh, that was a raspberry, guys. For those that aren't watching, uh, <laughs> Amy Adams in The Master. We've already. I don't need to say any more about The Master. Uh, Sally Field and Lincoln. I, I'm a, I'm a Sally Field stand. I, Me I too. Like I'm fine with it. I'm fine with that. Fine then. Uh, <laughs> Helen Hunt uh, in the sessions, which you know, again, like no, and Jackie Weaver in Silver Linus Playbook. I mean, you know, again, she was really good, but they didn't nominate the kid. Oh, the kid. She she was up for actress, right? Yeah, oh, she won. You talking about uh, Jennifer Lawrence? That's right. That's that's what yeah, J Law won. won. That's what J Law won. Yeah, okay, she won. Yeah. She won. And uh, it, right, since we're hashing that out. Uh, Jessica Chastain for Zero Dark Thirty was also nominated. Great, yeah. great, great role. Yeah. Great film. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Riva in uh, Amour. What else has she been in? I'm not sure. Uh, probably not a whole lot. She died shortly thereafter. So um, there's that. Uh, the young lady, uh, I always struggle with her name. Uh, Quinn Bajane, uh Wallace in Beast of the Southern Wild. As such oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Naomi Watts in The Impossible. Yeah. You know, again, wow. I've never seen The Impossible, but I saw a lot of movies back then. I saw a lot. I saw a lot. I didn't see that one, but I saw most of those. I saw most of those films. Yeah, most I saw a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Django was up for Best Picture. It was. Um, I mean, and rightfully, I mean, yeah. it was a Tarantino yeah. western. And shout out to, to Reggie Hutland for being one of the producers. Yeah, yeah. Our main shout man. Our main man, Reggie. Uh, Reggie it was, Morrison. but it was beautifully shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah um, and I mean the cinematography, the costume design. I mean, it was it yeah. was it's epic. This film yeah. was epic, and it won for best screenplay. I, this is uh Tarantino's. I, was it his his first screenplay award? Second, he Second. won. He won uh, original screenplay for Pulp Fiction. Did he? Yeah. 
That's the that's the newcomer award. Ah. Yeah. So they gave him the newcomer award twice. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first time he got it, that's that, that's the Affleck Damon Award. That's the uh, Spike was nominated. Spike was nominated for original screenplay for Do the Right Thing. Okay, okay. Uh, that's that's the We See You. Yes, Mama, I made it. Yeah, we see okay. you. Okay, okay. We might okay. not give it to you, but we see you. Got you, got you. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I see Moonrise Kingdom was nominated, uh, and rightfully so. That's, and rightfully that's, so. That's, I saw that in the theater. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not missing uh, Wes Anderson, baby. Uh, so yeah, man. But uh, you know, uh, cinematography, a loss to Life of Pi. I, I can't be too mad. I, I enjoy Life of Pi immensely. Yeah, but it's like a CGI. I, I, I guess I, I yeah. you know, and this was mud and and moss from trees and and uh, wide open spaces. But you know, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But spectacular. I mean, that was the life of five was spectacular. So I mean, yeah. you can't. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But but um, you know, I, I it, it was honored as it should be. But I think they missed the mark. I, I think Jamie was a major snub. Sure, sure, sure. And I'm sure if I Google that. It's there, like sure. he was snubbed, like he was snubbed for Ali as uh, Bundini. Oh, absolutely, uh, he, absolutely. He was, I, I felt he was snubbed. Absolutely, uh, and I felt I felt, not only was he snubbed, I think in his film, I think it was again a black actor um, giving his all. Actually, I think they were both snubbed, and I'm gonna go. I have no problem saying this. I think that Samuel L. Jackson's role as Stephen, as despicable as it was, as despicable as he was. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was one of the best acting portrayals of the year. Now, yeah. now, and now, it was a horrible caricature of every stereotype humanly possible. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was it became it, 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 the the redemptive quality of the performance was in two scenes. Yeah. Okay. One when he tells him what's going on in the room mm-hmm. when he says Calvin. Because uh-huh. another room is Mister Candy. When he says Calvin, uh-huh, uh-huh. This is Calvin you... telling you Steven. Yeah. What it is. Yeah. Like you you and me like, is... thank you, Steven. You're welcome, Calvin. <laughs> You're welcome, Calvin. Right? Yeah. yeah. That scene. And then later, when they, it wasn't really redemptive, but later when they got Jamie upside down naked mm-hmm. and, and he tells him what he's gonna do. He's like, I'm not gonna my they got a million different ways to kill a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> and most of them enjoy doing stuff with your naughty bits. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to send you away. I'm yeah. going to send you away. LaQuint Dickey. Yeah, LaQuint Dickey, mining company, right. And he, said, <laughs> he came back and kneecapped him. Oh, you black oh, son of a... <laughs> I mean, he got to just do whatever, say whatever he wanted to say, do whatever yeah, he wanted oh, yeah. to do. Oh, yeah. And it, it, the, the, the craziness of all that was even there was no music. There's music no. when he's like boom, 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 doing that, but yeah. the actual shot scenes, it's like it's like uh it's like heat. It's like he understood like the Palman heat. Mm-hmm. Let the gun, let the gun Michael Man, Michael Man, Michael Man. And and Michael then Mann. Yeah. Oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Michael Man. I apologize. I apologize. What is that? That's a De Palma? Yeah. I sincerely sincerely apologize. I sincerely apologize. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah. sincerely Chris apologize. Ryan's rolling over in his grave. I'm so sorry. I, I, <laughs> He's he, still alive. He, he, Michael Mann. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say was, sorry about that. What, oh, I, yeah. what I meant to, what I meant to say in that was, it was no, there was no music. Yeah. You know, it was. Yeah. It, and the score also, drops out. Everything drops out. And yeah, it's just, but it's, it's also the stillness of the time. I mean, yeah. you're, you're at a, you're at a, you're at a plantation. You hear this gunfire. They hear the gunfire for miles around. Yeah. Or, yeah. or 
several hundred feet around. Yeah, and there's nothing else going on. Right, to your earlier, much earlier point, nothing else is going on. Nothing else is going on. Nothing. Nothing, right? You get nothing. (laughs) It's Griswold. So, um, (laughs) So, yeah, I just thought that was so... I don't know, so wild. And then I'm, I, then I'm, I sit there like, where are they going to go? I mean, yeah, they've got papers. <laughs> to me, that's a, that's a nitpick for me. And if that was fine in 1858, fine, fine. You go north on two horses, and I, I think they kept the money. I think he got. I don't know if he got the money back or. Yeah. I presume he took the money back. I think because, he did because everybody I think he left. Had his handbills and everything like that for the other uh, for the like for the uh, bounties and everything like that. I think. He, oh yeah. You know. So. I mean, but you know, I, I people heard about what happened, and he was the only person that survived it. I'm sure. So you know, I mean, what what life he did have. To your point, I don't know, Joe. You're right. That that's they're going to Mexico. They're going to Mexico. Like yeah, where they, they, they where they they, 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 they meeting uh, uh, Andy Dufresne and uh, and Red <laughs> and Quasha Hollow or whatever. <laughs> so they meet Harry Tubman in uh in Canada. Yeah. Something like that. I so, mean, it would. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, Joe. I mean, you know, Tarantino. I mean, he just kind of does things, and you know, you just have to. I don't know. Uh, it, allegedly, Django was 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 based on a slave by the name of Dangerfield Newby, uh, who was the first big nigga, big gun, uh, a huge mulatto. Uh, who died during the Browns raid uh, of the Federal Armory in Harpers Ferry, Virginia. Uh, apparently, he was a, a man of legend. He was one of John Brown's raiders. And um, I guess Tarantino saw fit to, to, to uh, use him as a source. I always think of uh, this, this, this dude that... I got big into slave narratives for a little while. Uh, my friend Carmen White put me on to some slave narratives. And one of the ones that she, I, I just enjoy immensely. And, and every year when it pops up on my Facebook feed, I, I get excited is uh, this guy by the name of Spotswood Rice. Are you familiar with Spotswood Rice? Yeah, I am actually. Yeah. Uh, and and, and the, the the violent letters he wrote to his old uh, slave master, uh, Miss Sally, and, 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 and trying to get his kids back from her. Uh, I always think of Django as like him, you know what I mean? Like just trying to, trying to, trying to put your family back together. Imagine that, I don't even want to imagine. The horrors that our people have been through. Uh, and, and you know, the scene where, all right, so the phrenology scene where, where, where uh, he's talking about the dimples and blah, 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 and servitude and all this kind of thing. And how he couldn't imagine why uh, his, his dad's throat was never cut by uh, the slave that was cutting his, you know, shaving him or whatever. Right. Um, you know, I, I think the white folks have a hard time imagining why how how people can't be as, as savage and cruel <laughs> as they've been. They expect that other shoe to drop. You know what I mean? They expect us to be uh, as angry as they would be <laughs> in these circumstances. And, and there has to be some kind of logical explanation as to why other people can't be as cruel and unusual as they have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think speaks, again, to that pathology more than it does to anybody else's pathology. But, um, you know, uh, it just... These, these revenge fantasies that, that that Tarantino and others have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just, you know, I, I, I feel some kind of way about them. I yeah. say all that I've, I've said to say that, you know, that's that's kind of my nitpick is that these, these, these revenge fantasies that these filmmakers, while they're wildly entertained, 
Uh, I just can't imagine coming up with, you know, who comes up with the LaQuint Dickey Mining Company uh, and, and, and the, the, the characters that Tarantino comes up with and the, and the, the gratuitous violence. Like, who, who comes up with that? You know what I mean? mean? How, that, how, that's him. Yeah, it's him. Uh, and it's amazing, and I'm thankful that we have it. But, <laughs> but geez, man, like, I don't know. Anyway, I enjoy the film, though. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Uh, the film, the music, you talked about the music just a little bit. Uh, the, yeah, but it, 100 I, yeah, Coffins. Yeah, 100 Coffins, that's what it was called. But, but I, I thought the music was, I thought the music was strong. I, I yeah. thought the, I thought the, um, I thought all, all of the music was strong. Like, you know, yeah. they, they switched back and forth uh, between Spaghetti Western. It was also an homage, obviously, yeah. to Spaghetti Westerns, and we hadn't said that yet. Yeah, um, yeah, sure, sure, sure. An amazing homage to, to yeah. those, yeah. to those films. Um, which of course later, which is kind of funny, because later uh, Leo plays a guy who you know makes who come has a kind of a comeback, make a spaghetti western. Yeah. In a later Tarantino film. Yeah, that we almost did, guys. Yeah, we almost <laughs> did that one. Um, Came very close. <laughs> very, very, very close. But, but uh, I, I don't know. I, um, I thought the music was perfect, man. It, and, yeah. and I thought a little bit of it was like a little blazing saddle too. Sure. Uh, I really did. I thought there was a little blazing saddle too. I mean, especially with the like the theme, like the Django, the King Schultz song, the Django yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got a lot of blazing saddles vibes from that. Yeah, well. I got a, low, a whole lot of blazing saddles <laughs> in that. Yeah, as well. Yeah, the John Legend song is probably my favorite in in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and you know, Ennio uh, uh, Morricone. Morricone. What do you say? Morricone. Any oh yeah, 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 it, yeah. The man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and thank, thankfully, Tarantino recognized that, and you know, he was able to uh, to do this and and the hateful eight, um, you know, and and score some of the. And to your point about spaghetti westerns, I mean, is it a spaghetti western if he's not doing the score? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> so, uh, very, very much an homage to that. Um, my favorite, my favorite score of his was in. Um, the '94 film *Love Affair*, which is uh, which is uh, you know a take on the original *Affair to Remember*, but he does he has a song called uh, well I just love this score in that film, and uh, he has a song called for Warren and Annette, or maybe it's for Annette and Warren I can't remember who, whose name is first, mm. and it is just absolutely beautiful, and um, that's when I first encountered him, and then I went back. Uh, and, and figured out, oh, this guy is the one. Yeah. He made all this music that I like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in the in these in these the films. Ecstasy of gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he he gonna yeah. stop after that. Yeah, yeah. My buddy uh, Niall came into his wedding to the Ecstasy of gold. Of gold. Was he, did he get married around the time of that that amazing Nike commercial? Uh, yeah, yeah, right around there. I think that's what. Had it in, in his consciousness, but yeah, but he's also a big fan of uh, of that whole trilogy. Too. Okay, yeah, all right, I got you. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, Django, great. If you haven't seen Django, man, I mean, uh, you know, again, I'm surprised you got this far in the podcast. You must love us. Uh, <laughs> but uh, great film, great film. Uh, you know, you got you got. Oh, 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 wait, wait. I oh, want to say one thing. Okay. Sorry. Say something. Say something. The Sheba Club. The Sheba Club. Um, a place oh, where yeah. white men could go and d- d- spend time with black women. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, as now well. known as the park, at Centennial Park. 
sorry. Okay, well there you are. Uh, but yeah, it was a very interesting. It was very interesting and somewhat taboo because then there was also the Mandingo fighting was also there. Yeah. So it was just basically you know anything goes. Anything taboo. Anything goes. Shout out to Steven Spielberg and uh, Kate Capshaw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anything goes. Yeah. No, you're right. Let's let's actually talk about that real quick because like. I mean, you know, the basis human elements are, are present, you know, in, in, in the, these 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 plantations, and there's this, mm-hmm. there's still this love affair for plantations in in 2022, where folks want to yeah. revisit this, and 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 the unspoken vibe there is that all this stuff took place. This is where you know you you know when you talk about make America great again, like <laughs> that's a part of the greatness for some people. It's to be able to, you know, to, to, to live out these dreams and do what you, you know, I mean, you know, like Strom Thurmond, all these, you know, these, these senators uh, who had black women, you know, Thomas Jefferson, who had black women and probably participated yeah. in, in stuff like this. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Such, a, yeah. such a great moment. Those sunglasses, man. It, I need to find them. <laughs> it shouldn't be hard. <laughs> Things that shouldn't be hard are incredibly difficult. For, I'm sure so. you could. Amazon, brother. Amazon. Yeah. I'm an I'm I'm Amazon. I'm gonna go on Amazon right now and say Jingle Glasses. And uh, no telling what you get. Hopefully it'll pop up. You know? Yeah. Once we go over this hill, Joe. <laughs> Anything can happen. Anything can happen. <laughs> now that we sit over this bridge. <laughs> Anything at all. Actually, that was a racist. That was a racist. That was not a racist, but a racial part of that book. When he says it, it's because he's riding by. I don't know if you. I don't know if you remember the scene. I, of it, course, Joe. In in the movie. In the movie. It, it crystallizes it in your head, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. They ride by and they see these black people with yeah. a white with a white chauffeur. Yeah, he looks like, and that's what he says. Anything could happen. Now that we put over this bridge. Good lord, because I saw him. Yeah, anything could happen. Yeah, anything exactly. at all. Exactly. Anything, anything at all. Anything yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. It's it's, um, it's the undergirding, the undertone of every every single thing. It's it's there yeah. with even yeah. <laughs> yeah, every single thing. Every single. But, thing. He wrote it in Montgomery. I mean, you know, so let's, let's uh, JC Love, shout out. Man of his time in, in the Zelda, in the, in the Gatsby and Zelda district of uh, of Montgomery. They're very of proud of that. Of course. They're very, pr- very proud of that there. Of course. Yes, indeed. Of course. Right down what, what have Montgomery. we left on the field, man? $12,000. How much is $12,000 back in those oh, days? Oh, I just, I just want to say, just want to say, there's a lot of trust. Yeah. I mean, $12,000? Seven seventy five hundred dollars in eighteen fifty eight. Yeah, it's that a is money. a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Three hundred dollars, three hundred dollars for Hildy yeah. during that time period is a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Eighteen fifty eight, right? So yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, inflation. Inflation. Me. I don't know if it goes back that far. <laughs> I don't even know if it, inflation. See. The internet will tell us anything. Oh, twelve hundred dollars and eight. See, my phone knew what I was trying to do. Right here, uh, yeah. about four. Are you ready for this number, Joe? This is gonna don't blow say four. Mind. Don't say four million. No, not four million. Not four million. Not quite that. Hundred thousand. Four hundred and thirty-three thousand five hundred seventy-four dollars and sixty-three cents. Jeez. That's what twelve thousand dollars. So, so Hildy, they paid. They paid almost half a million dollars for Hildy. I mean, you know. Can you I mean, put a price but there, on the price of the Himalaya, Joe? No, apparently, I mean, well, they, they did. Yeah, they, they, they did. did. But but apparently, you know, on on but she she sold for three hundred, right? 
So let's see so, how much $300 was. But the thing is, you know, she was a woman. That's, that's, that's $11,000, Joe. Okay, so essentially, though, she could birth XYZ number of children mm-hmm. that, could, that could either work or become other people who could birth children. Now yeah. I understand why they're so mad about slavery being abolished, Joe. That's why I see so many Confederate <laughs> flags around here now. They made a lot of money off us, boy. Hey, let me stop this podcast before I get in trouble. With no tax. With no, <laughs> with no tax. tax. No tax. <laughs> Man, states' rights. That's, that's right to what? Whenever I get into an argument with with with, with somebody, a, a, a well-meaning conservative about slaves' right, uh, states' rights, slaves' rights. I ask them, state, states' rights to what? States' rights to what? You, I, you, they, you got I never get answered. I, I, I am undefeated with that in, in my debate circles. I believe I'm, it. I'm undefeated. They changed the subject. I believe it. I believe it. it it's about my heritage. Her, what heritage about what around surrounding what? <laughs> they don't want to talk about that part of it. Nah, they don't. <laughs> Y'all lost. I never seen a bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm not carrying around Atlanta Falcons uh, 2018, uh, 2017 flags, man. You know what I mean? I left that. I left that where it was. You know what I mean? That, that'd be like that'd be like me wearing a, a, a Falcons Super Bowl uh, uh, NFC Championship ring. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Which Y'all lost. Receive, which I do receive that ring. I throw it in the trash. My buddy Jeff uh, got a second place trophy in, in intramural softball and promptly threw it into the creek. <laughs> and that was the right thing to do. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last, baby. <laughs> I, I can dig it. I can dig it. Oh, Joe, this is great. I, I, I'm looking over. Let me tell you, Joe. I'm looking. I got two things in my kitchen. I wish I could show you right now. I wish I could show our listeners and viewers. We're about to wrap it up. We about to land this plane. But I got a Colin Kaepernick painting painted by one of my former residents. Mm. Okay. And then I got the Harder They Fall poster. From oh, nice. my sister Shay sent me yeah. from Netflix, uh, and and you know this uh, the Harder They Fall is the spiritual successor to Django to me. Oh yeah, of course, of course. So you know I don't know if we'll ever talk about it, but at any rate, Joe, uh, we 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 will be back uh, soon enough <laughs> next week. More likely well, yeah, uh, no, next, week, be, next week. I'll you out of town? I'm going to Denver on Thursday, but we'll, we'll talk offline. Okay. So maybe we'll put something in the can before I go Denver. The sunshine. I my first, my first, the, the true sunshine shade. Indeed, indeed. No, that, that, uh, that was that was from, that was from uh, old school. Oh, the, sun, the sunshine state. <laughs> he was right. Colorado's the sunshine state. Maybe he was right. They get I more days Florida. of sunshine than any place in the country. But maybe he was right this whole time. I just thought he was drunk and was wrong. That's the beauty of uh we should talk about old school one day. That's the beauty of that movie. <laughs> uh, but at any rate, uh, yeah, so my, my first fantasy draft. I'm going uh going there. Oh wow, cool. And then uh, you know, I'm 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 girding my loins, I'm I'm reading the 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 ledger for the old drafts so I can get ready for the tactics and the, the things that you guys do. There will be tactics. There will be tactics. Know this. The yeah. the, the mind games have already started. Yeah. Just just <laughs> Just put some blinders on. Yeah, yeah. And do what you know to do best. Guys, I don't know if I'm gonna survive uh, La Liga, but you know, I, I don't know fine. whether you'll be, I'm gonna you'll be, be like Osasuna or whether I'm gonna be like Barcelona. <laughs> you know, one or the other. <laughs> I might get relegated. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. 
man. Anyway, but great show, Joe. So um, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Until the next time, remember that we are on YouTube. We are on Apple. We are on Spotify. We are on Anchor.fm. Well, probably on Stitcher. I haven't checked Stitcher, but we're probably there. Uh, wherever you get your, your podcast, guys, you know what I mean? Like, if you like a podcast, uh, we got some new listeners. Uh, shout out to Kalila. I see you, Kalila. I see you, uh, uh, Amanda. All our, you know, our peoples out here, uh, Reese and, uh, and Cash, Loyal Cash and, and, and Tash. Uh, we got folks course, out Tash, here, man. Tash, always, Tash, always judging. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey look, I, 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 I need Tash telling me when I'm right and when I'm wrong, man. Hey, I, I, that's all I live for. That's all yeah, I live man. For. Our, 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 our guests like, uh, like McKinley Price, Doctor McKinley Price. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We got, Absolutely. We got, we got we got people out here, man. We in these streets, you know what I mean. None of their cookies gonna be slapped off at homecoming. By the way, though, <laughs> hey, hey, all these people are good. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, all right, man. Till the next time, we are the Open Task Podcast. We out. Peace.